0: Coming up on this bumper episode of the Grand Final Bigfooty Podcast, we talk all things trade. We discuss the Daniel Chick revelations, and Chief predicts the winner of the Grand Final with his fish. All that and more coming right up. And gentlemen, welcome to the Big Footy Podcast for another week. It's a bumper podcast this week. Special guests and everything. Uh, We've got, of course, the usual guys. So first, Messenger, good evening. Good evening. I'm just here for the colour. (laughs) And uh, Mike is also back. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Tap free, apparently, this week, we'd like to say. Tap free for those who picked that up. Uh, That's with...
1: right, keeping keep my hands above the keyboard.
0: Thank you for the feedback uh, on the podcast. <laughs> Joining us for the first time this week though, uh, Oka from the West Coast Eagles board podcast. Good evening.
2: G'day everyone, thanks for having me on.
0: And what a time to join the podcast. Uh, and also of course the big man himself, our lord, our master and chief Aquarius of Bigfooty. Chief.
3: Hi, Hile me. <laughs> that's
0: <was> terrible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what <are> you doing? <laughs> uh, Remember, I built it up and that's all you goes. give me. Uh, guys, uh, as always, we start with uh, your highlights from the weekend, and some of you are going to have better highlights than others, so let's go to those people first. Messenger?
4: Oh, look, I had a very nice time on Friday night, and... Uh, and um, a more interesting time on Saturday night listening to the complaints about the umpiring.
0: (laughs) I I laughed at forward press just coming out and just starting that thread on the forum straight off the bat about umpiring and then saying, I'm overseas, but I'm gloating anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
4: And and very drunk. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh... Okay. I,
3: think, I think someone came on and immediately demanded he be, uh, I think it was chadwicko immediately demanded he be taken off the uh, moderating <laughs> <did> roster.
0: <laughs> for trolling. Sanked. He did too. Uh, okay. your highlights from the weekend, Matt? Uh,
2: yeah. <clears throat> I'm similar to Mess, I think. As good as a prelim win was, uh, I'll take complaints about the umpiring any day. <laughs> there was a period there when like, all the Eagles fans would hate that every win seemed to be the umpire's fault, but now we just embrace it because North tears, there's, yeah, there's nothing better. Uh, and hello to every North fan listening.
0: Yeah, <laughs> North fans. Uh, You're I'm... an
4: amateur at, just, at, <laughs> and, uh, at and making enemies with fan bases, mate.
0: Let me tell you. Oh, it. yeah. I think Richmond hate us. Uh, Messengers isolated any number of teams. Adelaide. Uh, West Australians <laughs> hate me for some <laughs> reason. Big hi
4: to the Crow fans the Crow <laughs> fans
0: out there. Haven't been in a final in 25 years. Yeah, West Australians and I uh, aren't seeing eye to eye, really. But um, anyway, <laughs> um, Mike, what was your highlight from the weekend, Emma?
1: Uh, predictable results, as I as I painted. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll, look, I'll have you know, Messenger, you mm-hmm. were all doom and gloom last week. You were resigned to a loss before the game had even started, and I told you Hawthorn would win. So you've got no faith in your own team, pal.
4: No I'm, faith. I am... I am absolutely a nervous Nelly before games, I'll admit it, and I will I will back against my team, I'll reverse tip, I'll donate to the salvos, I'll do whatever, but I'm, you'll never catch me saying, Oh yes, absolutely we'll we'll flog it in so I
0: recall you I'm... saying <laughs> I recall you saying on at least two occasions this year that your team would absolutely romp it in. Yeah, they were the Carlton games. <laughs> <laughs> so you
3: so... said at the start of the year you couldn't see Hawks losing a game. But... Or was that somebody else? That was someone else. Oh, OK.
0: okay it rings a bell, but uh, I can't really pinpoint the uh, quote. Uh, Chief, how was your weekend, Ah, oh, I was pretty drunk for most of it. Um, not <laughs> really.
3: <laughs> Don't drink and drive, kids. Um, good fun. Good fun. Good fun weekend.
0: Well, my light- My highlight of the weekend, my continuing run of predicting who will lose games via my forum avatar, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> has just taken on something of a mythological uh, status on the forum. With you people to ap- listen to the fish. The fish will tell you. People appealing <laughs> to me to change my avatar <laughs> already. <laughs> because apparently it predicts the Eagles' demise this week. Look, let me say this, people. I, it's the team I want to win. Not necessarily the team I think will win, though. So... Uh, no, I, I, no you, I, you
1: just happen to put the hex on every damn team that you want to win. So, so be neutral.
4: <laughs> I can't help but notice you haven't had a Hawthorn avatar on your, uh... well, you.
0: Well, no, tonight. You I would change that. I've had enough of Hawthorn winning grand finals. But honestly, I, I think uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, some big news today, guys. We'll get straight into that. And uh, Daniel Chick, of course, has come out and. Uh, been reported as saying some remarkable, well not remarkable things, things most people in the community <laughs> no, may have already... On. You know, people at West Coast <laughs> <took> drugs. <laughs> some, some things that people may have already known, I think, uh, or suspected well, at least, are now wide out in the open the day before Grand Final, well, two days before Grand Final Day. Oka, was there anything new really that came out today?
2: Um, oh, I don't think anyone knew that Daniel Chick had gotten that fat, but apart from that... <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I assume you got the you got two seats on the flight over to Melbourne, but yeah, like <laughs> you guys said, uh, yeah. It's we took drugs in 'o six. It's it's shocking. It's horrifying. But um, yeah, I think it says more about chick and the newspaper that printed it more than it says anything about the club.
0: Mm. Um, sorry, what was it?
2: Oh, and, you know, for a guy who, like I mentioned to you guys before, was, you know, contacting the moderators of our board trying to get stuff taken down about him, he now seems to have done a pretty severe about-face and, um, you know, happy to put everything out there.
0: Maybe he's got nothing to lose now, so he might as well make a few oh. bob from his story.
2: Well, that, that, I mean, that seems to be the most logical conclusion that he... He needed the money quite badly, but the health son have been quite, um, uh, you know, strict on that he wasn't paid for it, which doesn't really make any sense at all.
0: Maybe they exchanged grand final tickets for it. Maybe that's how he's going to the grand final. Well, maybe you might <laughs> you might find that for the
4: teaser, and he's in uh, crying his eyes out in front of Tracy Grimshaw in a few weeks.
1: <laughs> well, Kerr was uh, quick to fire off in adamant that uh, doesn't know what he's talking about. So it's interesting to Kerr to come out and, and deny, flat out deny, the allegations.
0: Uh, it, Daniel Kerr, yeah. Even Chris, <laughs> even Chris Judd was out there today saying it was all uh, overblown that it wasn't as bad as people are making it out to be. And the Eagles, of course, released a statement today, emphatically denying everything. Uh, so we're not even a football club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't,
4: I won't believe the denials till Ben Cousins comes out. <laughs> oh,
0: just, I, I did find it funny, though, that Essendon are emphatically denying that John Walswald has been appointed as coach, even though apparently it's all a done deal according to pretty much everyone. And as soon as this Daniel uh, Chick stuff came out, no, no, we haven't appointed him yet It's all.
4: Can, can I just get this straight? So Essendon have appointed a selection committee... And then their first act was to get in a private jet and fly to Adelaide and offer the job to John Norr's
0: While he was still under contract and before While he quit. While was still under yeah. contract. So, so this process
4: governance thingy that they've had problems with in the past, they don't seem to have learnt too many lessons.
0: Well, it's all handshake agreements and, you know, please don't do this during the season sort of things. But and... my
4: point is that they wanted to have a process where they do their presentations or whatever, but instead they did it sort of... Richmond 1980s style and just flew over and offered the job to whoever they thought was the, they thought had the biggest
0: name. Pretty much. I'm not entirely sure it's the smartest move for Worsfold to make given the uh, the pressure that Essendon are under, and uh, still under for some time to come.
4: Well, well Oka would yeah. have a better idea than this, but but I got the impression when Worsfold was finished finished at West Coast that he was burnt out for want of a better phrase. He he'd had enough. No, I actually had the opposite um,
2: idea. I never thought that it was really his actual decision to step down. And then, yeah, I've always got the impression that he kind of wanted to get back into coaching as soon as he could. So um, I'm oh, a bit okay. surprised he appears to go Essendon over Adelaide because I think Adelaide's a much better situation. But yeah, I think all Eagles fans are expecting Woosh to be coaching sooner rather than later.
0: Mm. I just I think. So
1: Sorry, you think you would think a similar situation to a multi-house at Collingwood getting effectively managed
0: out? Yeah. Well, he was reported as yeah. having a nervous breakdown, wasn't he? Like, yeah, it wasn't exactly, oh, you know. And I, he got really gaunt as well. Yeah, there
2: were a lot of rumours about what happened in um, twenty thirteen to him, and that yeah, relationship stuff, mm. stuff like that. So I would have thought it's coaching never really come out.
0: I would have thought coaching director would have been the perfect position for him. You get to leverage his experience without him having to have all the pressure of being the yeah. senior well, coach. Always, but you know He's always
2: been viewed as a very good uh leader. But it's just that the tactical stuff's always seemed to be his kind of well, you know, not his forte. So if you can if yeah, if you could have a you know a good young coach who's good technically and then kinda of get him behind them you know, as that kind of coaching director. I've always thought that would be, you know, the perfect situation for him to step back into. But yeah, he just seems, you know, like, he he wants that top job again, so... I mean, it's tough, because, you know, all Eagles fans love Woosh, and they hate Essendon, so... I think we are all kind of have no idea how to feel about this.
0: I don't think anyone knows how to feel about Essendon at the moment. I do know that there's a lot of jokes being made today about uh, John uh, Walsfeld's professional uh, capacity as a pharmacist, and going to uh, the Bombers is kind of... perhaps a little ironic... But um,
4: I know yeah. this is being poo-pooed a bit, but this whole—I know—the chicks allegations and Worzel being in charge at the time, and then him going to a club where you know they put Dean Wallace in charge of the spreadsheets—is um, <laughs> is that a—is that a, a good fit? I mean, a lot of people saying, "Oh, no, no, it shouldn't matter, and it doesn't matter." But it's not about the players that were there; it's about the. Le- the way the place is led.
2: Well, it wouldn't be. Surprising does it matter? If, is it?
4: Does it matter at all?
2: I wouldn't be surprised if part of why Chick did was to actually tr- try and hurt Worsfold's chance at the job, because it does seem that pl- uh, people like Worsfold and uh, Nisbet were kind of the, uh, I guess, the people that Chick's most angry at. So, yeah. All
0: right. Well, I guess we'll move on and onto more uh, positive subjects, perhaps, and. uh uh, in the trade news this week, and then the delistings and things like that, Eric Wallace has been delisted from North Melbourne, um, along with uh, Scott McMahon and Max Warren. And Josh Carr, I believe, is returning to Port Adelaide. Uh, sorry, he's leaving He's leaving Port Adelaide to go to North Adelaide, with Tom Logan also retiring from Port there. And Luke McFarlane has apparently retired, uh, and the jury's still out on Pavlich, apparently. I was hoping Seppo could shed some light on that, but Seppo ain't here.
4: Is that that Milky Warren? Is that the one who's known as Milky Warren? I don't know.
0: Can't help you with that. We should also say congratulations to Nat Fyfe, who won the Brownlow medal in a relatively convincing fashion on Monday night uh, from Matthew Prittis. Guys, did you see the Brownlow? Oh,
1: I did see parts of most of the Brownlow, so it was fairly good.
0: well, yes. He
3: gave I, was, a, he, I was out to dinner with um, friends, and for a few birthdays and all that sort of thing. So I was rudely flicking on the phone to check the scores, ch- check the votes, and whatnot. So I, I didn't see it, but you know, I experienced it over a steak.
0: He gave a very <laughs> good speech, and I thought he—I thought his Kane uh, was an interesting choice, but um, he pulled it all off. Apparently,
4: yeah. Was his cane a designer cane? Or?
0: Well, yes, it was, but it was, he and he said it was either that or he had to go on crutches. So, um, or he, the moon boot, the or moon the boot. moon boot. That's right. So he, he made the best of his situation, and he really did uh, pull it off, by all accounts. So. <laughs> I just,
4: I, I, don't know. I find award ceremonies to be shit television, and I tend not to watch. I figure, well, I'll find out at the, uh, I'll find out in the morning. So. That was my contribution to Brownlow night. Not watching again for the tenth year in a row.
0: Did you watch when Sam Mitchell won,
4: though? Oh, that was in round nine. I think he won, didn't he? Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, anyway. No.
4: Uh, he,
1: up, Sorry, go
4: on. Uh, he he does have a um uh, a moral Brownlow. Does he now? <laughs> Twenty twelve <2012. Moral laughs> Brownlow. Moral right. Brownlow.
1: I was going to say that according to the AFL and the AFL's online store, Sam Mitchell did win the Brownlow for a while because they already had 2015 Sam Mitchell Brownlow memorabilia up for sale. So, how's that for a grand innovator? Sam? It
4: was one of the photos was, I think, him winning the best and fairest about four years ago. <laughs> it,
0: was, it was an interesting.
1: superimposed on him. It was certainly an interesting <laughs> little.
0: um. It was was part of a series of stuff-ups, really, by the AFL on the night. McLaughlin told the media that he already knew who'd won at at quarter past eight before the count had even started. And uh, (laughs) apologised today on radio saying he shouldn't say stuff like that because it's not true and he'll get into trouble. (laughs) So
4: of but uh, that's what and this, and it? and
0: then Patrick, someone getting a hold of Patrick Keane on Twitter on Monday night during the uh, telecast and saying, "Have you seen what's on your on your freaking AFL shop? Because they're already selling the Sam Mitchell memorabilia and him going, no, no that's not, that's not right. That's that's a stuff up.' So, uh, but so I, I copied it onto
4: Facebook and put it on the Big Footy Facebook page just to... yeah, yeah you have got to preserve the... history. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. So the so the question, so they're so bad that one they. they they know something they're not meant to know, but the thing they know is actually wrong.
0: No, they apparently had, like, a half a dozen favourites that they were pre-prepared and someone had just put one up on the site for some reason. It's
3: like updating like the Queen's obituary every year, you know. She's
0: going to die this year. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like that scene in uh, Frontline where they're preparing the obituaries at the end for for the same people every year.
1: Well, from the, from the reports... Just from updating the reports. them. Sorry, from the reports, they they had uh, Pritis, Dangerfield as well, and Mitchell. So those four were up there, ready to go. Really, and
4: some, in, in some uh, crafty poster actually contacted the AFL shop, or emailed them whatever, and they came back and said, "No, no, 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 that was the only mock-up we had. We don't have any others." So it was Patrick Kane lying, and then they had to change the votes. Uh, <laughs> Sam Mitchell now got two moral brown lows. Well, what would have been the
2: fallout if, if Mitchell had actually won and they'd and they'd leaked that? Uh, that, that would uh,
1: you have the pro- to think,
2: There, who would have bet on Mitchell as soon as that happened?
4: Well, they paid out on five about ten weeks ago. Yeah, that's what
0: yeah. some of them yeah, did anyway. Embarrassing, that's for sure. Anyway. So, uh, I congratulate mean,
4: There's this whole process. Oh, we don't know the votes and we don't count them. And, you know, they have the bloke at the box and the lady comes out of the safe with all the sealed envelopes. And, and if they already knew the winner, well, then, you know, it's a whole fiction, isn't it? It's
3: weird.
0: Yep. Entertainment. It would be yes. <laughs> it would be um, a massive kerfuffle, as it were. Um. So, look, let's get... I can't think of any other major news that's happened this week. Can you guys...
1: Yes, I can actually. The, the trade situation with uh, Dangerfield. What do we think is going to happen there? Still lingering in the air. Oh, Come hope. on, Messenger. Give us your give us your take on what you think should happen there. Tell
4: us, oh, tell us. I think Adelaide should absolutely stick it to Geelong in this yep. and say we're going to match the offer and we want to trade because whatever they can get from Geelong in a trade is bet, going to be better than the compensation pick. And then that throws the whole um, uh, Lockie Lockie Henderson to Car- uh, Geelong trade into into Schmozzle. But Hang you know, on, Adelaide he... have to stand up for themselves.
1: Was it wasn't it the case that if Adelaide match the offer that forces them to appeal to the draft?
0: Apparently, it doesn't, no, he, doesn't quite work like that. They force a trade. Yeah. yeah.
4: Because he forces him into the draft, I mean, you know. Mm. He, He'll probably end up yeah. at Geelong anyway, unless some enterprising uh, enterprising young um, list manager decides to draft him.
1: Well, there are a number of teams in front of uh, Geelong for that pick. You've got uh, the Lions, Carlton, mm. there you go, Carlton, Essendon, for yes, example. So, you know, and he's already come out and made the statement in the media that if he is drafted to his non preferred team, he will seek a one year contract.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I saw that. That's a, it's just it's very much a Nathan Buckley type thing, where he got forced to go to Brisbane on the proviso <laughs> that they only signed him for a year, mm. and then they went to go. Oh, I'm not the biggest fan of this, I, but then again, I've never been a big fan of free agency. I know Messenger is, is you know he's into that kind of capitalist nonsense. But just <coughs> it's, it's just not the boogeyman you want it to be. It is the boogeyman. It's not a scary thing. It's it not. has clearly become the boogeyman. You look at all the lower clubs that are getting absolutely robbed. By who? Can by you name by... a couple of examples? Well, didn't you guys take James Frawley from Melbourne?
4: Yeah, but that's the only example. Give you name another example?
0: Well, Geelong are going to take Lockie <laughs> Henders- Hen- not- Henderson from Carlton, by reports. <laughs> that's not valid, that's
2: not valid. <laughs> yeah, pick up that example, give me another
0: one <laughs> Carlisle is Can- going to end up going from Essendon to somewhere.
4: Isn't that going to be a trade So he's going to go from a bottom team to another bottom team.
0: Well, he might end up at the Bulldogs, who were hardly a bottom team this year. Well, he might, he might end up at Carlton, who couldn't be more bottom if they tried. That's right.
1: No, uh, it he was he was supposed to make it know his preferred club, and then they'd have to work out a trade. So,
4: yeah, but my point is, that James for everybody says, "Oh, James for all of this," and so free agency is destroying the fabric of football. Well, that's one example. That's one situation, and there isn't in, there isn't another situation. Yes, there was.
1: We got we got shafted with Callum Ward. Yep. How, how can uh, you say how can you say that Calum was Hort
4: that was, was a, a that was wasn't that a compensation wasn't that a um it wasn't a standard free agency thing that was a um w wasn't thing. that g w s getting started wasn't that one of their he was comp, one of their um,
0: uncontracted picks he, yeah that's right
4: oh, yeah, yeah. That's not fruit. That's not strange, No, you're
0: right. right. Not, but, on the other yeah, hand, just... how many players are GWS going to lose to potential trades at the moment? There's at least three that have asked. Cam McCarthy's yes. been told they won't trade him. Neither Tomlinson, want... Tomlinson wants out. Uh, Treloar. Trellor Treloar's uh, asked to go to Collingwood. Collingwood. Yep.
4: Well, they also created a system where they had so many of these kids in one hit that it was almost designed for them to be traded out. They couldn't keep all of them.
0: I'm just saying... All I'm saying is it doesn't seem to be benefiting clubs that are trying to rebuild. It's not... It's not conducive to that. Especially if the club... uh, Anyway. It makes me angry. (laughs) Let's just you Well,
1: Wookiee you'll be happy to know that... uh... But uh, Eddie Betts won goal of the year. There yeah, you go. Oh, I'm stoked. Another, another <laughs> cult mix of
0: boots. Absolutely. It's
4: <laughs> fantastic. Uh, you know, and
0: and, 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 and you Jared
4: Waite played in a prelim.
0: Good to, and good to see Kennedy playing in a grand final and I kicking don't think goals. I he
3: played or... in prelim, really.
0: Well, he was not there. really. He was there,
3: he was on the field.
0: <laughs> all...
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's... <laughs> I just loved his fake. He was playing for free on the on the boundary or something, and everyone's just like, "Nah, nah, you don't know how to do it." Just want to see somebody
4: <laughs> fake a free? Have a look at this.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Then I'll half the Hawthorne team went, "Nah, no, you've got no experience. Here. Get
0: out." <laughs> I, I noticed that uh, they're doing a grand final sprint this year uh, at oh. time, which will feature uh, one player from these clubs. If you have a look through the list, it's basically rookies and people that haven't been sent home for the year yet.
4: Oh, can we read the list out? This will be exciting. Oh, where is that list? I knew you'd have
0: it. Oh, I didn't. Even, I lost the list actually.
4: Go <laughs> <laughs> and
0: find it. We'll wait. Hang on. I'm, I'm talking amongst yourselves. <laughs> I know. I know that they've they've inserted two um, two taxi drivers in there from the company that's sponsoring it. So it kind of makes it a laugh already. Uh, they need to get no, no, An driver you know? just drives past. Is one of is, is Daniel Chick a taxi driver now by any chance? No, no, no. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it if you flown to Melbourne, uh, who wins uh, the grand final sprint? First year Hawk earns late call up. <laughs> uh, You're just reading off a website. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, Magic <laughs> googling. <okay>. Magic door. <laughs> Caleb Daniel. Angus Litherland. Yes. Uh, Charlie Cameron. Darcy Moore. Rory Lobb. Paddy Brophy. Henry Shard, Darcy Lang, Parminder Singh—he's one of the taxi drivers, if you're wondering. Uh, Brad Hebert, <laughs> Anthony Miles, Dean <laughs> Towers, Andreas Everett, J. Kennedy Harris, Hayden Crozier, uh, Elliot Kavanagh, Lee Montagna, Lewis Taylor, and—and and you won't believe this guy's a taxi driver. Gurdiv Singh. Oh my God! So, <laughs>
4: so, so they've actually got somebody who's an emergency for the grand final, running in the sprint.
0: No, he may have been replaced. Yeah, Hank, Angus Litherland has been forced to pass the baton on to Daniel Howe.
4: Oh, Daniel Howe! He's he's um,
0: yes. But you have a look down that list and tell me you've heard of any of those players as senior players.
4: J. Kennedy Harris was on neighbours. <laughs>
0: I tell you now, Andres Everett is not the fastest player at Carlton.
4: He's the one who's not in Las Vegas. I saw. I saw... Well, would
1: you uh, would you like the latest uh, rumor uh, that's surfacing at the moment, Ookie? It looks like uh, Carlton is Carlisle's preferred club.
0: Well, there you go. Oh, mm. um, well, more for you. News, <laughs> news,
1: news just ahead.
0: give someone we've just uh... got
3: all the other threads on that under control. Now we've got. Oh, God. Actually, just let us know ahead of time.
4: <laughs> Set up a megathread. S- send up a fair yeah. warning. Jake Carlyle mega megathread. Keep it here, please.
0: <laughs> so it needs to be a step ladder for uh, Carlton forwards, I suppose, to practice. <laughs> um, where was? I? Oh, there's going to be a long kicking competition. Apparently, I saw uh, an advert an advertisement somewhere today for Brendan Favola kicking over the Yarra. Um not sure how he's going to do that at the grand final, but apparently you'll get to see if he can at the grand final, so maybe they're going to transport part of the Yarra to the MC. Just I, a bucket. Let's gonna... one does out, just <laughs> up. Stubbs out of Siggy. That's a guy. Sleep. They'll just let uh,
4: sewage. Any taxi drivers kicking in that
0: one? Uh They haven't, as far as I know, released a list of who's competing in that. I know, that's I've seen oh,
4: No, no, it's they the were talking about
3: I think it's a 360
4: thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Dustin Fletcher, Tom Hawkins. Uh, I'm doing this from memory. Fev. Um, oh Pavlich God. is in it. Pavlich is in it. That's right.
0: I hope Tom Fields from Carlton is in it. Who? Tom Fields. He was featured on AFL 360 twice this year for booting the ball over the center line from fullback. No,
4: no, not him. Because oh,
0: he, you know, you don't want people that are actually going to win it. <laughs> No, what? no, you want Fev. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Apparently, you have to kick it seventy-five meters to, to do the job. Right
0: here? Yeah,
4: there you go. It's going to be exciting. Be great. Can't and, wait.
0: and just before we oh. get into the actual grand final uh, preview itself, if you're heading down for the grand final parade tomorrow, uh, there is going to be no parking at the MCG. <laughs> Uh, use some public transport. Apparently, uh, the festival down there takes up half the car park, and uh, the rest of it they need to uh, kind of preserve. Who the? Someone
3: is scrunching up a newspaper in disgust or something in the background. He's
0: eating again. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if you are if you are heading down to uh, the MCG. Tomorrow, well, not the MCG, down to Yarra Park tomorrow for the Grand Final Parade. Know that it has changed route. Those details are all on Twitter and on the website there. Um, It goes from the old Treasury Building to the MCG and through some of the parklands there, I believe. Also, there are free trams around the MCG, I believe. They've got a big pink sign on them. They'll indicate where they are, there's additional services. Again, you can find that... Uh, on Twitter or the public transport website in Victoria so get along to the parade I suppose you going to the parade messenger taking the kids down there on the public holiday tomorrow no, no you're an aeroplane that's right <laughs> so so no and in fact uh, Mike are you going to the grand final parade are you going down to the, no, footy, the footy festival
1: I I won't be going to the grand final parade uh, okay, I'll be uh... Doing stuff around
0: the house. I did note today as well that Brian Adams uh, was apparently told by a passenger on his flight to not suck as much as meatloaf. (laughs) 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 The photo of... could, could you? (laughs) uh, He's apparently gearing up to play, basically his hit singles, so it should be a crowd winner in the end. Uh, Summer of 69? He's going to rip out Summer of 69. That's right, he he is. He's going to pull out Summer of 69 and run to you and all that sort of stuff, so... Anything you know, from been...
4: that, uh, that um,
3: Robin Hood movie, that'd be great that <laughs> <laughs> stuff. do it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, anything,
1: anything from it's... that other movie that he... What, what... Yeah. Any of Sims his movies. Story, Ollie, anything I do, I'll do it for you.
0: I'll tell you what, though, they had a photo of him and Ellie Goulding, who's the Englishwoman that's also singing at the grand final, uh, standing next to Gillian McLaughlin. <laughs> And they look like oompa Like, they're tiny people. <laughs> Either that or McLaughlin is eight foot tall. Like, anyway. Same shade Actually, of orange, too. <laughs> <it's>, yes. <laughs> of course, Messenger's overly stoked that Mike Brady will be performing at the uh Oh, Brandler. God. And, uh...
4: <laughs> no. yes, he is. When, when is he? Pre- when is he? So I can head out and get a pass out or something.
0: I hope he just comes out at random times and, and just plays behind <laughs> you. <laughs> like, just, seriously, I, I, I feel. I feel like <laughs> I could. I feel like I could throw fifty <laughs> <laughs>
4: Give him the seat next to me. He's like, and I, f- I want to sing a song about court time.
0: I, th- <laughs> I feel like I could throw a hundred bucks at him, and he'd just go and do it anyway he's <laughs> he's a slab. Yeah, so go yeah, and, sta- just, go and find Messenger is... and stand behind him. You, you, you throw bucks he would call a gig. I've
4: got a gig, I've got a gig. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Kate, Kate, so,
0: sorry, Kate Sobrano, of, the of course, doing the, na- doing the national anthem there. So, uh, I don't Come know where on, she's Kate Kate been hiding is. for the last ten well, years. Well,
1: at least Kate can
4: sing.
0: Yeah, there is that. There is well,
4: that. Yeah. No, uh,
0: Scientology represent. No Julie <laughs> Anthony. But, you know.
4: <laughs> well, hang on. No Judith Durham,
0: either. Hey, hey. No. Well, I, I saw I saw the uh, Batmobile down at uh, the footy Jeez. festival today. Apparently, they wheeled it oh, out. I
3: posted a photo.
4: Someone
0: <laughs> sent a photo. I so hope that comes down to the we're MCG on the back tomorrow. Of
4: a or something. I would... They were interviewing people in the Batmobile on AFL 360 today. <laughs> it's like, now, and now we go to the Batmobile, and there's people sitting in the back of the Batmobile with their microphone. It's just... It's it's a it's a meeting of art and history that is blows
0: the mind. It is probably art and history there. No, <laughs> art. It, it is probably the single most iconic piece of of, of grand final souveniring that that the AFL has. <laughs> like, now, surely,
4: that's... surely, uh, if, is, it, is this Mike Brady wants to make himself useful on grand final day. You can get in that car and do Bound for Glory. Drive into the Yarra. <laughs> into the Yarra. Push, push him into the Yarra as singing yeah, while he sings that'll... Bound for Glory in the Batmobile.
0: Oh, I hope Angry Anderson gets dusted off for it. I really do. Oh,
4: wouldn't that be great? They have to find Rob De Costello to sit in the back looking nonplussed while he does it.
3: You could, Brian Adams will come out and say, "You said, I was going to sing today. I'm not. Here he is. <laughs> Angry <Anderson. laughs> That's <laughs> he got, got blown he's, so, he's gonna pull the
4: wig off. <laughs> off Bri- Brian, the Brian Adams will be in, in, inserted into the into the sprint or, or, or kick a ball across the uh... yard. Yeah.
0: If I was the AFL, I'd have I'd have a guy come out dressed in a meatloaf suit and just. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'd, I'd have Brian Adams come out like that. <laughs> it's not me.
3: He said he's, he's, his throat was bleeding when he was doing that. He was putting it all in for his art.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> my ears were bleeding. His <laughs> arse
1: <laughs> Now, now, now. We are at a G. <laughs>
0: Edit that. Edit that. Swear. What's the language, swear man. It's a... right swear, John. filter. Inside the final minute, Mew sets himself Worsfold. Morrissey.
1: One of the very best for Hawthorne today. Gets rid of Lewis. Kicks it to Collins, who had to warm the bench for so long. Must have been chafing at the bit to get out there. And when he did, he took a big mark and set up a big goal. That one missed by Anderson. Worsfold. Can West Coast kick the last goal in the last 10 seconds? It's doubtful because Morrissey's onto it. Five seconds remaining. And look at this, a panic for Gow if it sits. Taps it over to Allen. As the siren goes
4: now and the Hawks win.
0: Alright guys, into the grand final preview, and because uh, we've got to get there at some point. Oh yeah. And on Saturday afternoon, Hawthorne, who you may have heard of, will take on West Coast in a, uh, in a meeting of teams that are the best for the year. This game, Bounce Down, will be at 2.30. Oh, apparently not. The game will start at 2.30, but Bounce Down will be somewhat later, as usual. Weather's going to be very nice for this, 28 degrees, and, uh, well, I honestly don't know what's going on with my screen here, <laughs> so I think You're Hawth- just looking up the other,
3: play- the other team that's playing, aren't you? Just doing <laughs> no, right I'm not.
0: bloody I, preparation Some of the some of Some of the stuff on my screen isn't displaying, but uh, Hawthorne are favourites f- for this, uh, believe it or not. Game being in Melbourne, I suppose that's only fair. It but was what, what, what does sport? What does sports bet paying rookie? Well, I don't know what sport better paying, but crown bet are paying a dollar sixty uh, for a horse win and uh, two dollars yeah, forty. Big forty this year. I better find out. Uh, they all are. <laughs> they don't all worry. are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as I said, the game will start. Well, broadcast will start at two thirty. It'll be live across Australia on Channel Seven, and well. Ladbrokes,
3: Ladbrokes, they've given us a lot of money this year. Lad Go pre-prekes. bet with them or something.
0: <laughs> Things I could have known five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no prep, man. You've got to prep. Well, you know, you don't. Let's find out what Ladbrokes are doing, shall we? I only just remembered just then, so, you know.
4: Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, really um...
2: had a great effect on you.
4: Yes. It's a, it's a key financial relationship. Okay, is his it's face a... Yeah, the people who get a in them. <laughs> In the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> Why
0: don't
2: no. you have the word broke in the name of your betting company?
0: Because yep. you're a lad and then you're broke. Lad brokes have got Hawthorne at $1.65, West Coast at $2.40, so... It's Contract so... fulfilled. That... <laughs> <laughs> that I'll be uh, taking my royalties later. It'll be, no um... <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, so, all the, the line-ups are out. Uh, Jack Gunston is in uh, for Billy Hartong, who has been omitted. No change for the West Coast Eagles, so they're going in fairly confident. Mess, is, Hawthor, uh, is Hawthorne going to be Is Jack Gunston going to be fit to play? Yes. So this isn't a risk on Clarkson's uh, part? He's actually going to be fit?
4: I, I'd i be more interested in Hodges' hamstring than Gunston's knee at this point. But I I believe Gunston will play. And um, they they say Hodge will play too, but you never know your luck. But um, Hartung, he played 20 games, but I think in Wookiee you might be able to research this very quickly on your supercomputer there. I have a feeling he actually was the sub the most times in the AFL this year. I think he might have been sub 14 times. I've not. And he really probably wasn't great on form and hadn't really played a lot of minutes, but I, I guess the, 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 the issue here is when it's 28 degrees and you're taking out a, a runner for a, somebody who's sort of a half forward sort of slash key position player, you might be denying yourself a little bit of leg speed late in the game, but um, I'd expect to see Matt suckling end up being the, um, being the sub for this one instead. Is there any chance Gunston could be the sub? He has actually was used as the sub when he first came to Hawthorne a couple of times. In fact, I think there was a game against Collingwood he might have kicked the winning goal as the sub. I'd honestly be surprised. I think there's a fairly limited group of people that they'd use. Suckling would be one. Paul Polopolo is another one that they might use as the sub. Um, Or they could look at someone more. They're really the only two, Probably at the moment, I'd say. Taylor Duray played so well in the prelim, I, I can't imagine them using into in the sub this week. So I, I'd expect it to be Matt Suckling.
0: All right, so the lineups we've got, uh, I'm not going to run through them. You can find them on the website, but we have done... Uh, we different... <laughs> Well, I could, I could. but what's the point? You, can read... you the could.
4: You, you... Fine. you started, and then you, no, and then you said, no, I'm not going to do it. All right. at... This is the grand final podcast.
0: Hawthorne's backline, Ben Stratton, Brian Lake, James Frawley, or the man that they stole from Melbourne... Halfback Grant Birchall, Josh Gibson, Sean Burgoyne, <laughs> in the centre line Bradley Hill, the moral Brownlow winner Sam Mitchell, Liam Shields, Cyril Rioli in the half far, ooh, half forward, Ryan Shine is named at centre half forward, Isaac Smith, in the forward line Luke Bruce, Jared Roughhead, Paul Poopolo. Uh, in the ruck there, Ben McAvoy and his midfielders, Luke Hodge and Jordan Lewis. Interchange, Matthew Suppling, Taylor Jurea, David Hale, uh, who will retire after this game apparently, and Jack Gunston. The emergencies are Jonathan Segler, Angus Litherland and Billy Harton. For West Coast, Sharrod Wellingham, Will Schofield, Shannon Hearn make up the back line at halfback. You've got Xavier Ellis, Jeremy McGovern, Brad Shepard. In the centre line, Matt Rosa, Matt Prittis, Elliot Yeo, or yo, uh, half-forward Andrew Gaff, Jack Darling, Jamie Cripps. Uh, in the forward line, Mark Lecrae, Josh Kennedy, Josh Hill. Uh, following up there, Nick Natanui, Dom Sheed, Luke Shuey. On the interchange, Chris Maston, Callum Sinclair, Mark Hutchings, Sam Butler, and emergencies are listed as Patrick McGinnity, Scott Selwood, and Scott Lysette. There, you are happy now? Yeah,
4: pretty much. <laughs> it probably was a waste <laughs> of time, to be
0: honest. No, oh, I thought it was a waste of time too, but, you know, <laughs> once they start chirping at your teeth, you've got to do it. You know, <laughs> they, they never let it go. Uh, you, you, you could have been strong and just said no. Well, wow, why would I do that? It's the grand final podcast, after all. It's all things go. Oka, why are West Coast going to win this game? Um...
2: Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'd like to think we will. Um, I'm not overly confident, but... I mean, look, we beat Hawthorne three weeks ago, and, um, you know, we've only played on the MCG once this year, but it was, you know, probably one of our better performances for the year against Richmond, so um, hopefully that doesn't have an effect. I mean, really, if we can just play... Yeah, how we played in the in the qualifying final, and even though the prelim looked bad at the start, I think that was more due to nerves, you know, more than anything else. So if we, yeah, so I'm hopeful that that game kind of helped just put the nerves that'll be there on grand final day to the side a bit, and you know, I think I think we're a decent chance of winning to go against what I said a minute ago. I think, um, but yeah, we just need to. I mean, if Hawthorne do go in with the tall forward line, then. I think it's you know it falls on guys like Shepard and Wellingham to kind of if they can stop you know Gunston and uh, whichever one of I guess Hale or um, or show makers gets a third tour um, then if they can negate them you know and kind of provide a lot of drive off the back line because I, I like to think our, our forward line would have the better of their back line I'm sure messenger would uh, disagree. So and then
4: forward line would have the better of our back line. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a really good forward line. I think the thing there is that they're, they're tall and mobile. Um, mm-hmm. Look, Lake's okay. been really good the last couple of weeks. But yeah. anyway, sorry, go on. Please go on. Um,
2: yeah, so uh, I think it comes down to the backs being able to, you know, kind of make sure that tall forward line. Doesn't get on top of us. And it has, you know, for a team that's kind of lost all its good key defenders, it hasn't, you know, there's not really been a point this year where tall forwards have gone on top of us. And then I think it's just a matter of, you know, Shui and Nat Nui, who is under an injury cloud, and, you know, Gaff and that really being able to, to play well in the middle. Because if we can match their midfield and the backs, you know, basically if the backs are forwards and the midfielders all play better, we should win. I guess that's what I'm saying only provide the best insight for you guys.
0: What sort of uh, injury cloud is Nick Nat under?
2: Um, apparently he's got some sort of a back injury, although I'm pretty sure he's trained fully this week, and last. Uh, last of the prelim's tough to tell, because he was down on his best, but whether that was the injury or whether that just was Goldstein, um, yeah, you can't really tell. But there has been you know, not a lot of, of talk about it, but there has been yeah, quiet discussion all week that he does have something wrong with him.
0: Okay. Any questions for him, guys? No. Mm. no. Miss, why mm. are Hawthorne going to win this game?
4: Well, I mean, I'm sort of going to echo Oka and say that I'm not <laughs> I'm not that confident either, but, it I mean, it's one of those, I guess it's grand, two days before the grand final. Um, Hawthorne really, I think, the qualifying final was the kick in the pants they needed. They've been... Much better, I think. Adelaide, the semi-final, could put aside a little bit. That, but the prelim final, they really were very good last Friday night. Um, and they were steady that, as a rock. Yeah. They were s- solid as a rock, yes. And they, um, they, they've been moving the ball really well. Their pressures very good at the moment, and um, and they're got a couple of little injury clouds, but they're they're playing close to their best. Um, they'll win, I think, because they've been there before they've got the experience of playing MCG a lot more than West Coast have and they've only played it once this year um, and and I think they'll take a lot from what North Melbourne were able to do busting open the what is Jared Healy called it the web the web of the West Coast web or whatever um, so Hawthorne of yeah they Good variety of players, good depth, and um, and I think they'll um, they'll have the uh, the experience to get it done. I think playing in Melbourne makes a big difference for them.
0: Yeah. Will Ben McAvoy be able to uh, neutralise Nick Natanui? Um I think we spoke a couple of weeks ago
4: about him spending most of the time with Nick Nat's knee in his chest, and that'll probably still happen again. Yeah. Um, McAvoy is probably not the guy who's going to go toe-to-toe with him all day, but his game has been more about, as it was at St Kilda, dropping back a, a kick behind the play and, and getting those intercept marks or going forward. So the question will be, how badly does Nick Nat hurt us when the ball hits the ground? Because Nick Nat's far more effective as a you know fourth midfielder in the centre square when, when the ball does hit the deck. And um, the interesting thing will be in, in dealing with Nick Nat is how they actually handle him from a tap out point of view. Do they handle him much in the same way that they handle Sandlin's, um hit outs as well? Because you know, had a, a ruck advantage to, to some extent. So mm. um, he is going to be the difficulty for us because we don't really have a ruckman with the leg speed to go with him. Hale's certainly not going to be able to do it. So, um, yeah. The Hawthorne forward line probably isn't as tall as it looks on paper because I think you'll find that Schoenmakers and Gunston will spend a fair bit of time pushed up the ground. So it'll be interesting to see who they match up with in that regard. But I think you'll see them both playing fairly high from time to time or, or at least one of them. I don't think it's going to be sort of that big, you know overwhelm me with height-type forward line that we've seen Sydney try a few times and, and West Coast used to probably much better effect.
0: My, my concern at the moment, though, looking at the line-up, are Hawthorne going to go in too tall overall? I mean, yeah, they've named both uh, Gunston and Hale on the bench.
4: Yeah, uh, Gunston's more of a half-forward. He's not your sort of traditional... Key position player, he's, more, he's almost really a, a tall half-forward flanker, the way he plays. And he'll spend time on the wing, he'll drop back. Um, it, it does become an interesting decision, particularly if it is as hot as they say it's going to be, mm. leaving Hartang out. Mm. But um, they've both got pretty good running capacity, That he and Makers. And um, I th- my gut says that they've made the right call on that I don't know that they will be too tall because I don't think you'll see them all in the forward line together.
0: Okay.
2: I think the thing that I find interesting is I think the reason that we've kind of been able to pull off tall forward lines over the years is uh, because you know Kennedy and Nat Nui and Darling and that have always been really um, you know capable at ground level. And you know, yes. Kennedy for a, a big bloke and Nat Nui when he goes down there, you know, they can chase and tackle and harass, you know, as well as a small forward can. So I think it comes down to whether, you know, if they do play that extra tall up there, whether someone like Makers can still, you know, stop. I mean, he'd probably be on a McGovern or a Schofield. But again, for tall players, they provide a pretty good drive off the off the back line. So I think it more yeah. comes down to not their running capacity, but whether they can kind of stop us getting, you know, an easy ball off half-back.
4: I think that the, the, the forward line, Hawthorne have had a couple, couple of teams try and play big forward lines against them in the past, and, and one was Sydney. When, and and just to sort of, you know, back up your example, the three they used were, were Kurt Tippett, Jesse White, and, and Buddy, I think, from memory. And, and Tippett and, and White are basically out of the contest as soon as the ball hits the deck. So, yeah, you're right. The, those guys show a much better ground-level game, and that helps them with their forward pressure as
0: well. All right, so on to the neutral guys that are here. And, uh, Mike, who do you think is going to win and why do you think they're going to win?
1: Uh, look, I expect a, a good, hard uh, game, but I, I think Hawthorne will edge out West Coast. And the reason I say that is purely, I think, the MCG is going to play a massive advantage to Hawthorne their style. Um, you know, not to say, the West Coast can't play, but you're effectively playing a grand final against someone on their own home ground. So that's really going to stand up for something. Um, you know, I think maybe uh, West Coast could uh, upset Hawthorne, but they're going to have to be on their ball from the work go and really, really play man-on-man football against Hawthorne. So, um, not impossible for West Coast, but at this point in time, I'm likely to be more inclined to see Hawthorne win, but not by a big margin. I think it'll be close and under under two goals.
0: Okay. Now, Chief has been uh, running a uh, thread on the main board of Big Footy proclaiming that his fish knows all and tells all. Chief, what's the fish telling us about this game?
3: Well, Wookie, I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's been a problem in the last couple of weeks because the fish's old fish tank was drained. It was getting a bit manky. I, tried, I came home one day and found it on the back deck empty and I thought, well, you know, we've broken the connection between the fish and and this the mortal plane but so what I did was you know I tried to think this week I tried to think well where was the fish last seen in this house and that was of course in the toilet so what I did was I took two uh, printouts of the the club logos and put them either side of the toilet I took a schmacko tore it in half and put it on top of those logos and then I called the dog in, and whichever one the dog picked up, well, that was going to be the winner. And surprise, surprise, the dog went for Hawthorne. Um, it then ate that Schmako, and then uh, went for the West Coast one. So whether that's because the Hawthorne one was closer to the door, I don't know. I mean, who could tell? I'm just thinking that the fish must have guided the dog to the Hawthorne one first, so I've got to call Hawthorne.
4: I, I think I, you know, I, I think it's the science, science in, guys. the science in that blows your mind. It does, and, <laughs> it's, and it is also it's, backed up by the penguin at the Mer- Melbourne Aquarium, which also selected Hawthorne. Well, <laughs> no, I think well, it's that penguin.
3: Apple. Penguin, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck, what would a penguin know about football?
4: I'm sure there's probably a quacker on Rottenest Island that selected <laughs> West Coast.
3: No, but I think uh, personally, I think. Um, last week I think Hawthorne looked better they looked more solid um, they're on their home ground and the other guys have gone over a million and one reasons why Hawthorne might win but I think Hawthorne will edge out West Coast
0: I think well,
3: for me personally I think they've got more experience They're more. that's what it yeah.
0: yeah. for me personally I think uh, for Hawthorne it comes down to the fact that it's in like they're in Reasonably good form. Now yeah, they found it, found found uh, found some good form, and it's also in Melbourne at their what is effectively their home ground. They are uh, you know they they and they've got the experience that everyone else has mentioned, but for West Coast they've played one less game, so that they should be slightly fresher, slightly. But I I I I don't know if. Hawthorne can contain West Coast forwards. That's the only question I have over the game. Uh, If Kennedy fires, if Lecrae fires, if Nat Newey fires, and I know Nat Newey's not a forward, don't pull me up on that. Uh, But if they all fire, and the rest of the team plays like they're supposed to, I think Hawthorne are going to have a very hard time. Um, I don't think we're going to get a blowout this time, which is good. I think we all can agree we much prefer to see a close grand final. Then a it um,
4: depends, you know. I, I quite enjoyed last year.
0: Honestly, I I am hoping for a close one because I'm going to be on Twitter sending messages to Messenger the whole way through it, and I hope they lose. I oh, take. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone <laughs> hopes t- Hawthorne loses, but yeah. let's just say my my my, uh, my my problem is is I have clearly sided with West Coast on the forum. My avatar has predicted. Accurately predicted every loser for the last four weeks, and unfortunately, West Coast is my current avatar. So, sorry, yeah,
2: um, I'll direct all
0: blame your way. It's 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 um you know, and and, and I'm taking credit for Preds not winning the brown low on Monday as well. So, it's well, um, but I mean, yeah. look, we the fish the look has predicted every single game except
3: for the ones that it didn't predict, but it's
4: predicted every single game. So, it's gonna Well. I it's, guess we we'll... it works every time sixty percent of the time.
0: See I think Messenger will be insufferable next season if Hawthorne wins <laughs> three in a row. Not no, already? A... Well <laughs> I've it, been it... insufferable for years. Well there is that. It's but it'll be even car, worse if awesome. they <laughs> it'll be even worse if they win three in a row. So I put my third little 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 um trophy
3: beside everyone, every Hawthorne person's name. I've got to do that manually.
4: You know. <laughs> on the forum. Okay. I've, I've never been the gloaty one. I've never oh, been the gloaty rubbish. one.
0: Rubbish.
1: <laughs> what? Rob,
0: you spent oh. the first half of the season going on about how many times you watched the grand final last year. No, that was only for the first six weeks. Yes. So they con- something to do. It could cons- me out of trouble. <laughs> I think the consensus here is that Hawthorne are going to win. Uh, Did uh you ex- know,
4: last year, what happened? And, and we, we 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 did this podcast last year. Oh Sydney Sydney this Sydney this Sydney you're gonna win Sydney you're gonna win didn't happen. So this is my fear, you see. Everybody's so convinced Hawthorne are gonna win that that, you know the spirits and the people on the high and, and the you know, the gods will conspire against us and West Coast will win. But
3: you've got the umpires playing for you, so you know, you'd be right.
4: Actually who That's are right. the umpires? Did we Sketches. get Stevik in? Yeah, ray. It's, yeah,
2: it's a Friday night
4: crew. Yeah,
3: he's, he's listed on your team list. On the it's the Friday.
4: Oh, is he? What numbers he wearing? Uh... You're not clashing with. Is he wearing nineteen? In in.
0: Uh... Actually, the umpires aren't on the team list. Yes, they are. Are it's they been sleep- Yeah, yeah, it's good. Been... It's a
4: shame that West Coast didn't did with up. the team. I know, I,
0: I, I know Razor Ray, ray wasn't picked. <laughs> Raven's the emergency apparently. Yes, so I think
2: there. I think two of the umpires are from WA. So,
0: yeah, well, one of the guys, it's his first grand final, so. Grand final umpires revealed: Brett Rosebury, Matt
1: Stebbick, and Matt Thompson.
0: Oh,
4: Matt Thompson is he the one that um, Alistair Clarkson called a cocky? No, that was a journo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll have to block that one out later. By the way. Oh really. Trying to make work for me. What are you you looking forward to the most on the weekend, Uh, Mike?
1: Uh, The good weather, actually, I must say. It's going to be nice in Melbourne. 28 degrees on Saturday and 30 on Sunday. So, you know, it'll be uh, good to take the kids to the beach. And I think there might be some footy on the watch on the weekend, but otherwise, Mm -hmm. just have to put up with uh, some family friends who... uh, Avid Hawthorne supporters crapping on about you know Hawthorne three pit and now Hawthorne have won fifty thousand grand finals in the last fifty years.
4: You know? <laughs> no, look, all but, jokes aside. So if they lose, <laughs> are you going to spend your time mercilessly slagging them off, or are you going to be console them and tell them everything's okay?
0: I'm going to mercilessly no, slag be, them off. No,
1: it'll be a case of well, you know, you've, you've only seen your team win you know so many grand finals in your life. You, you know you can't be grudging losing the one year
0: or there. How old were you when uh, Hawthorne won in '91, Mess?
4: How old was I in '91? I was 17. Jesus,
0: you are old. God. Okay, were you even alive when <laughs> '91? What year? '91?
4: Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <well>, Thankful. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, You're pinching me off, just yet.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, where's I'm prosecutor? 40, when God, you my God, need I'm not, I'm not dead. What were you, rookie? Old, were you like five or something? something I, was, I was fourteen, no, fifteen and 14. nineteen. Yeah. Fifteen. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So, and you were, you were probably batting a thousand when you, Mike. I, I,
1: was, I, was older than God. Let's. Right.
0: <laughs> 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 and the Chief never tells us anything. Anyway, so I'm not even gonna ask him. Chief, what are you looking forward to on the week, Emma?
3: Well, my friend's bought a new big TV, and so we're going to go over to his house, <laughs> whack some steaks on the barbie and get pissed. Um,
0: and that's about it. I thought I asked Chief, not Messenger, to do his impression of Chief, but um, <laughs> apparently, apparently it's
2: identical. Go it to my mate's place and you going to get pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No yeah, we, yeah, all the all the families all go to uh friend's house and watch the game, have a barbecue, play the traditional halftime match out the backyard. Um do, and yeah. The way it should be. Do you
4: ever have um do you ever have uh, grand final drinking games?
3: I did that one year when I was with a friend down at another pub and um it was, a te- it was, we had a tequila, we picked a side and we had a tequila whenever our side pulled ahead and I think they swapped the lead about four or five times and, and combined with the beers that we were having in between, we were pretty smashed by the end of it. I think we were smoking cigars at 2am.
4: I was involved in a drinking game for the 2007 grand final and I think I drew one of the Port Adelaide bench warmers and I was sober at the end of it. <laughs> Never touched
0: the ball. <laughs> yeah, I got too long in the 2007 grand final.
4: Yeah, and and they visited you in hospital for
0: weeks <laughs> Basically, <they're> t- way, <laughs> too, way too many shots that day. Yes. Anyway, uh, Oka, what are you doing on the weekend, mate? What are you looking forward to? Me? Uh, well... I said Oka. Oh, sorry, Oka. Sorry. I don't care what you were doing on the
2: weekend. Um, I think I'm looking forward to the game actually starting, because I imagine I'm going to be a nervous wreck, like Friday night, Saturday morning. So, um, yeah, once the game starts, it should be pretty good.
0: You actually going to the game?
2: Uh, no. As a, as a poor young person, as we've established, uh, the several million dollars that the airlines are charging to get across is, is too much for me, unfortunately.
0: Get a loan from Messenger. Not only get a from Not only on holidays, but he's going to the grand final as well. Who's that? Messenger. Oh, can I have your ticket, Cap- Captain Richmond? <laughs> no, no, you can't have your bloody. The, the Scrooge McDuck of the podcast. Mess, no, <laughs> <fine. laughs> what, lo- <laughs> what are you looking forward to on the weekend, mate? <laughs> like? Well,
4: I said to my wife, I said. She said, oh, when will you be home on gra- after the grand final? I said, well, if we lose, I'll be home for dinner. And if I don't, I'll be home on Sundays. Because <laughs> so, I, I, I do recall when in the 2012 grand final, I might have been sitting at Jollymont Station when the final siren went. So we'll <laughs> see how go. <laughs> but, but, but we'll, yeah, we go. But we'll see how go. And um, Yeah, look it's, um, look, it's a great day and... Um, it's either a really really good day or a really really shit day and there's not much in between so yeah, we'll
0: see see either way right. I'm I'm, look, I'm looking forward to either West Coast losing and then being able to give a whole heap of crap to my family that all live in Perth and are all West Coast members and none of them can afford to go to the Grand Final or Hawthorne lose and I get a year's worth of material to use on Messenger these are, oh, these are yes. the things I live for
4: Yes,
0: and, and and who and who's meant to be the bitter one on this podcast? I am. I am meant to be the bitter one on this podcast. Actually, I don't know who the I old was saying out I...
3: on the thread there. Someone was saying there's an old bitter man who ruins the podcast in amongst the tapping away <laughs> on keyboards.
4: I, and I think we all thought it was me. <laughs> yeah, was me.
0: <laughs> that's what I thought. I, I, I thought because I the...
4: said, I think when they said old, I think it was just me.
0: Yeah, well, I thought it was you <laughs> or Mike, to be honest. But,
4: uh, <laughs> no, you,
1: messenger is the miserable old codger that keeps that's always bloody negative
0: on podcasts. Yeah, he is. he's gotcha. is a, way way too <laughs> conservative. <laughs> something. I thought they were going to say campaigner then. So anyway, go and have your go, yeah.
1: go and have your bloody cup of will
0: you? Probably votes liberal <laughs> on everything too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, All right. look, that about wraps up the podcast for the week, guys. Unless you've got anything else you want to throw in before we sign off. Well, no
4: interesting interesting fact i'm just trying to think here there's only been in the in the in the current hawthorne era 2008 to now up to 14 there's only been two players who played in a grand final and have not won a premiership and one of them is ryan Schoenmakers and he might he has the chance to reverse that on saturday but who's the other player I don't know. Is
0: that a question?
4: Oh, okay. Shane Savage. He plays in the twenty twelve Grand Final. Fair enough. It's an interesting mm-hmm. little trivia piece.
0: Well, interesting for you maybe. <sighs> Bored crack. Shane, aren't I? Very interesting knowing that obviousness. Then <laughs> old guys
4: on again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, you know. I just these are sort of win, things win. Win. I bring
0: along. Does anyone else have it's any nuggets. interesting facts for us?
4: A, nuggets. Oh, it's a nugget. Yes.
1: Oh, I don't know <laughs> if it's a fact, but, but rumour is that the AFL's smartest, dumbest man is heading to the Swans. What? That mm. Minson will be going to
0: Sydney. Oh, OK. Mm. Oh...
4: I heard of someone else that might be going to Sydney as well. What? Why
0: would? Why would they want him? I don't get that. They've got Mumford up there. No, have they?
4: No, no. no. Mumford went to GWS yeah. about four years ago. Oh. They've only got um. <laughs> Pikes football.
2: Football. They've got, they've Pike, got, Pike, got Pike, Pike. Sorry, Pike. that's all yeah. Pike.
1: yeah but he's, he's they need a backup
0: for Pike. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well,
1: they were chasing Luedenberg, but it looks like Luedenberg is either going. Uh, over to West somewhere,
4: Either, uh, the rumour is Fremantle, Fremantle or uh, Essendon. Um, but, well, goes uh, to Fremantle. The... That's it. Free agencies destroying the fabric of, fabric of Australian oh, football. All right. Ooh.
0: Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> There's another example. Right. Right before we <laughs> sign... two examples. <laughs> Just before we sign off, <laughs> uh, congratulations to Jan Cooper, who has been named the AFL's 2015 Football Woman of the Year. Um, If you don't know who Jane Cooper is, I would not be surprised in the slightest, but she is the (laughs) AFL's National Manager of Female Football in Western Australia, and she joins such luminaries as Jill Lindsay, Caroline Wilson, Beverly Knight, Bev O'Connor, Susan Alberti, Debbie Lee, and Michelle Cowan, who have also won this award.
2: So is there Uh, any award that a West Australian hasn't won this year?
0: The Norm Smith? Yeah. Grand final. <laughs> Give it to Dave. Australian Who of the rising year? star this year. No,
1: don't worry, the West were up in arms about uh, Luke Beveridge winning coach of the year. as voted by the oh. AFL Coaching Association.
2: Absolutely robbed, right in front of me. <sighs> no, nah, they think when it was voted, it was voted at the end of the year. So,
4: course, the Clucks have never been coach of the year.
1: No, no he, he should have won it last year, Clarkson, but he, that that was daylight robbery. But anyway, who cares? Every time he
3: gets close, he just punches something. So, you've got to,
1: you know. <laughs> well, okay. Honestly, uh, if I was Clarkson, I wouldn't give a toss about who was the coach for you when you've got a chance to to be the coach of an all-time premiership team. Yeah, pretty insignificant sort of stuff. We you would agree on that, turn,
4: wouldn't you,
0: messenger? It's
4: got to burn. Well, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll put another space in the
0: trophy cabinet Alright, we need to let Oka go so he can go and do his West Coast podcast uh, I encourage you to listen to it this week, since it'll be relevant I'd tell you to listen to the Hawthorne one except Messenger hasn't got around to starting it yet This is the Hawthorne no, one. There
4: isn't one Why is it up to me? Well,
0: you know, You're the man apparently, I don't know I, I, get, tell Eggles to of get horse off horse his back we've all got lots of opinions as you probably noticed I have not, just... <laughs> so Oka thank you very much for coming on tonight thanks for having me guys
2: And uh... it, was good to be a... it was good to be on a podcast without a drunk pants
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> your podcast goes up tonight does it, it's out in the morning or
2: um, yeah, yeah it would probably be out tomorrow morning by the time we're done
0: all right, so check iTunes and the Eagles board for that. Thank you very much, Chief, for coming on and making your annual appearance.
3: No worries. I'll see you all on the game day thread on the on the day.
0: Indeed. And Messenger, thank you very much for coming on yet again. Oh,
4: it's a pleasure. And um, if we lose, I will be absolutely cutting a swathe through the boards on, on Saturday night. You won't want to say anything to me. I'm going to
0: bury you all. Ben, uh, <laughs> I, I'm coming for you, Messenger, if you lose.
2: <laughs> well, last time we won the flag, Gunner Long, Longshanks apparently bumped about 70 threads on the main board, so if someone does similar, you'll have plenty to <laughs> occupy some oh, with.
0: Time I'm to drum I'm up just, the old. It's going to cut a swathe through there. It'll be beautiful. Uh, just thank just, you very much for just, coming on, Mike. <laughs>
1: Uh, you're welcome. I was just going to put in a request to chief to make us all temporary site admins, all the moderators, temporary site admins, so we could annoy the shit out of Messenger if that happened, so he couldn't do squat about
3: it. I'll just, I'll just take Messenger off the list. I just say take Messenger off the list. As, as a mod there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, be... no but thanks, thanks guys and uh, and
1: uh, good luck to uh, West Coast and Hawthorne supporters may the cleanest team win
0: I'd like to say may the best team win but I'm afraid it'll be Hawthorne so um, that's, someone that's will win that's not very nice <laughs> and, uh, why would I change now Messenger? Um, nothing but generous to Carlton this year have you really <laughs> 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 I don't have the same recollection funnily enough uh, we'll be back next week to uh, take a look at how the grand final went. Messenger may or may not be. <laughs>
4: I might do a sepo and not show
0: up. <laughs> but uh, we will be back next week. And we'll see you all on the forums this week. I'll see you in the game day thread on Saturday. Because I'll be at work with nothing to do. So, <laughs> so just another day at the office. That's right. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. We'll see you all later. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Why can't we be friends? 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 i seen ya, i you, I've been around for a long, long time I really, I really, I really remember when you drank my...